This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I've uh, been to couples therapy. It wasn't productive. Just went with me to manipulate, to take him back. Seven months of couples therapy. It was a nightmare. Been to therapy as a couple. It was destructive. I thought it was helpful, but it was the antidepressants that actually helped. Uh, he was quiet through the whole time. He's a covert narcissist. He made our counselor feel bad. Yeah, I mean, look at that. I mean, all those different comments, all those different things that are saying like, hey, couples therapy didn't work. So that's why like, if you're with a narcissist or if you think you're with a narcissist, figure out and like understand, have a good idea first before you actually go to therapy and be really careful. A, a lot of times you'll find a narcissist that has these narcissistic traits, has all this stuff about them that is like, okay, well, we should actually like work on, on ourselves. So we should get into therapy. Like if a narcissist actually acknowledges there's a problem, then they need to get in therapy regardless if it's couples. But a narcissist will always want you to go to couples therapy. That way they have a scapegoat in their pocket being like, yep, you know, this person, yeah, no, they're the, they're the worst person ever. I'm actually really awesome. Okay, so like you have to be really careful about that. Okay. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I dismiss the Hoover, but I fear his retaliation. He has a few supply options, but they do con- but do they consider someone saying no, no contact as a challenge? Sometimes I can't give you a, co- a concrete answer, okay? Sometimes... They view no contact as a challenge. And sometimes they're like, well, there went that supply. Let me go find someone else. Okay. The thing is a lot of times they will come back around and they will try to get back with you. So that's why I normally say it's not, not, um, if they do it, it's typically when, like, when are they actually going to be coming back? Okay. Because oftentimes they do when twice when the husband who had just cheated, we had to stop going because he didn't want to hear what was wrong for sleeping with other married women. Oh, being right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy. Like a lot of times you'll go to couples therapy and they'll walk out, they'll get upset. They'll be like, we're never going to that therapist again because they looked at me wrong. You know, like it, it's crazy, but you'll find all the things come out to be able to try to, to be able to try to get that. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, I'm in therapy by himself to try to get his good guy image back. So I have a video on YouTube. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it talks about what narcissists value after the relationship. And mainly we're talking about the aspect of like hoovering or the kids or like stuff like that. What narcissists care about at the end of the relationship is image and money. That pretty much is like, like that's it. Typically just image and money because what they're looking at is they're looking at how do I keep the facade that I'm a good person or how do I save money? This is why a lot of times you have a narcissist that fights for the kids and you're like, you never even cared about the kids. You never even spent time with the kids. You haven't even been in the kids live for years. But a lot of times the narcissist will fight for the kids at the end of a relationship to look good and so they don't have to pay as much child support. And even then half the time they don't pay it, okay? This is why mediation sucks. Take them straight to court, okay? So if the reverse Hoover fails, will they try other means? So the reverse Hoover a lot of times is when they've already trained you to come back, 
Okay. Like the reverse Hoover isn't necessarily the narcissist sitting back and like throwing stuff at you to make you come back. Reverse Hoover is where they've already programmed you a lot of times where you come back. Reverse Hoover is the narcissist sits back and is like, I'm going to wait till this person comes to me because I've already trained them to do that. Okay. Reverse Hoover oftentimes falls on you of like, you keep coming back to that person. My ex-husband never gets angry. Is that normal? I have no clue because I don't know any more context about that. Uh, covert narcissist. Yeah, you can see different aspects where you're like, hey, they feel angry. I sense the energy that's angry, but they're not actually angry. That's pretty common. Okay. Um, just going to still healing and dealing with all the daily reactive abuse. Staying silent is key, but also hard. Reactive abuse is super hard. Uh, a lot of people like shy away. They don't like hearing about reactive abuse and they don't like talking about it. Like a lot of people want to say like, hey, reactive abuse, it's not reactive. It's this, it's this, it's this. Reactive abuse is when you react to the initial action in an abusive like way. That's how it appears and that's how it looks. The thing is the majority of people want to talk about reactive abuse. They want to talk about the reaction versus the action. That's what the narcissist will always focus on. Like, whoa, but you threw something at me. Well, yes, because you did X, Y, and Z for, you know, 30 years. Like there's, there's a huge like buildup a lot of times that triggers people with reactive abuse. You have to remember you're, you're playing the game. Like when you react to the narcissist, you're feeding them supply and you're literally saying, I'm playing the game. Okay. So you have to understand it is a game. You have to pull back and be like, they're trying to get me to react. I'm not going to let that happen. Okay. Super hard. There's a lot of tips and tricks to go with that, but like it's super hard. Okay. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Change my work schedule, what happened to move? Yeah, there's some people that have to move for sure. I was discarded and he found his new supply and used my reactive use to call me crazy. So I, I want to point something out right here. A lot of times when you, they go to a new supply and you reach out and you interact, a couple things typically happen. Sometimes it'll be a way. So I, I mainly want to talk about one, okay? There's a couple things, but mainly one, okay? Sometimes what happens is when you reach out to either the new supply or you reach out to the narcissist, when they're with the new supply, what that does is it actually sets up the opportunity for the narcissist to further lock in the new supply. You'd be like, wait, like, how does that happen? Okay. If you contact the narcissist, he can turn that around or she can turn that around. Okay. Whoever it is, they can turn that around and tell the other person, like, see, X is still texting me. Like they still want me. If you, if you can't stand like me, then I'll just go back to them. Oh no, I want you. Like you, you'd be surprised. Like a lot of times they'll leverage your frustration, your anger, like at them after the relationship to lock someone else in. So you got to be really careful about that. Okay. That's why you have to work on you. One of the hardest things that you got to work on is you. You're the only person that can change. Okay. A lot of times people want to change the nurses. I've got a lot of people that they come asking questions of like, how do I get them to change? Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this. At the end of the day, the only person you can change is you. I was talking to someone the other day and we brought up the idea and the concept and they were asking like, when does the narcissist get their karma? When does the narcissist actually lose? When does the narcissist actually get what's coming to them? And I looked at the other person and I said, when do you get your healing? 
because there's so much focus on the narcissist. There's so much focus on everything else that's going on. And that is needed for a sense, for a period of time to understand and to make you understand that you're not crazy, you're not alone, and you're not hopeless, but then it has to change. And there has to be a pivot in how you're viewing the relationship and the stories you're telling yourself so that you can grow, so you can heal and change and develop into someone different than who you are now. Because a lot of people have lost their sense of self and they've lost who they are and they're still trying to find that. Okay. How do you differentiate between reactive abuse and you being the narcissist for blaming the other person? So a lot of times the reactive abuse and like when people are questioning that and like struggling with that, a lot of that comes back to intent. Okay. And I know that's hard because you can't know the other person's intent, but you can see the demonstration. Okay. So like where, where did the reactive abuse stem from? What actually started it? A lot of times when you look at the facts of the situation of like, this is what actually happened. This is what's actually going on. You start to see like, wait a second, like I did this because of X, Y, and Z. And you start to realize, wait a second, I'm reacting to something versus like, I'm actually maliciously attacking this person. Okay. Uh, how do you heal from being a scapegoat in a narcissistic family dynamic? A lot of times people that are in that like spot have to go no contact, have to separate from the family so that they can actually heal. Uh, a lot of times it's not going to happen when you're still with, just like it's typically not going to happen when you're still with a narcissist because you're still getting traumatized. You're still getting that, uh, like that trauma, like the Band-Aid ripped off like every single day because you're still getting activated with that. Okay.